Hello everyone, this is Sonali Mangal and welcome to another episode of Learn, Educate, Discover. On this podcast, we invite people from different professions on each of our episodes and we ask them a range of questions to try and understand what their job is all about. The goal of this podcast is to try and educate our listeners about as many different kind of jobs as we can so that someone listening to the show can decide does a certain job sound interesting to them and if yes, how do they go about exploring it further? Now, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about what makes for a good product manager, user researcher relationship. And I thought this would be an interesting discussion for all of you because there is a lot of interest in tech and specifically in the product manager function. And the product manager function is a highly cross-functional role. And what I mean by that is that to be a successful product manager, you have to not only be able to do your own job well, part of your job is to be able to work with people from a lot of different functions and collaborate with them to put together a great product for your users. So you need to be able to influence other functions, you need to be able to hear a lot of different point of views to come up with a final decision. And your ability to do this Uh, is really a big part of what makes for a good product manager. So in this uh, discussion, we'll talk about the product manager and user researcher relationship specifically. That's one of the functions that a product manager works on a lot. Um, We won't be going into the details of the functions itself. If you want to learn a little bit more about what a product manager does, I will link to the discussions we've done in the past on these uh, on the product manager role in the past. So please do listen to those. We've had product managers from LinkedIn, from Amazon, from Better Cloud talk about what the job is and how do you transition and how do you recruit. So uh, do check out those discussions if you're interested in that. If you want to learn more about the user researcher relationship, I'll also link to another discussion that we did on that particular function that was with a user researcher who works at Airbnb. But in this discussion, we are going to be talking to a user researcher. Her name is Chloe Doan. She is a product manager, sorry, she is a user researcher at Google. And she is going to be sharing with us what she thinks makes for a great product manager user researcher relationship. And I thought it would be really interesting to hear a user researcher describe her point of view on when is it or how would she describe a great PM user researcher relationship? When does the relationship really thrive? When does a user user researcher feel that they're having an absolutely amazing time working with that PM and producing really good work and making progress towards a really good product? So that's kind of the goal of this discussion. Uh, let me quickly remind you that this particular discussion is going to be a voiceover of the discussion between me and Chloe. So you will not be hearing from Chloe directly, but more of a voiceover between me and Chloe, or, or rather a voiceover of the discussion that I had with Chloe describe this relationship. So I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, I will be linking to the discussion in the show notes. So if you want to just listen if you don't want to listen, if you just want to read the discussion, you can do that also. All right, so I will now go into the discussion with Chloe. So my first question to Chloe, 
was if she could share her background with us. So here's what Chloe shared. I have a master's in industrial and organizational psychology. It was a quantitative research focused practical program, which perhaps sowed the seeds of interest in research for me. From there, I worked at Uber in their people team for a few years. I was doing some researchish work, but really missed working in a core research role. I therefore ended up working at Apple in research on a gamified learning app. I then joined Google in Stadia as a user researcher, and more recently, I've been working in Google Search and Google Maps as a user researcher. So in case you guys, just as, as a quick summary, uh, Chloe has been working as a, as a user researcher clearly for a very long time, and she's been working at Google as a senior researcher for quite a few years now, so her point of view should be fairly um, representative of what makes for a great working relationship with a product manager. So then I asked Chloe, how would you describe what you do? And here's what Chloe says. This is how I describe what I do to my family. I do research on products. I help people figure out whether products are usable and easy to understand. I also do more strategic research to help the team working on the product to assess what the product should become and what direction it should go in. In many ways, a UX researcher's role is to de-risk decisions around products and help look ahead to where the product might go. So then I asked her, can she describe a typical product development process and where does a user researcher fit in? And here's what she says. Product development starts with very open ideation, discussion around the possibilities. These are then refined, and once there is consensus on an idea, we would prototype it, build it, evaluate it, launch it, and continue to iterate on it. This is a rough end-to-end -end development process. As far as where does UX research plug in, they can be present anywhere, and ideally should be present everywhere. But oftentimes that's not possible due to practical reasons. There are only so many projects that a single researcher can be involved with end-to-end. An example of where a researcher might help is this. UX research might do concept testing to get some sense for what ideas are exciting and have legs based on real user feedback. They can help identify potential risks and issues. Another example is that post-product launch, they can help identify how to iterate and measure how it lands. I'm gonna quickly take a sip of tea. So then I asked Chloe, typically, how do you collaborate with product managers? And here's what she says. Well, there's a typical scenario and then there's an ideal scenario. Typically, I'm working with multiple PMs, usually in different product spaces and areas. The nature of UXR is that we've stretched, the nature of UXR is that we are stretched across many different projects. So in reality, I can't do all the things that I'd like to do. Usually, 
I lean into areas that are high risk, either strategically or in terms of usability. That's where research can add the most value. Huge products can sometimes have a lot of risk or new product launches can have a lot of risk. What is it? What should it be? Who is it for? These are the questions I help product managers answer. In the case of an ideal scenario, I'm present end-to-end across all projects. I think of my partnership model with PMs as a collaboration. I learned this from my previous manager, actually. I think of my role as a doctor. I can help diagnose issues and identify how to fix them. That's how I like to partner with PMs. A trap that user researchers can sometimes fall into is that they are being asked to spit out research without being involved in the process of diagnosing the true problem. That vastly reduces the impact that this role can have. And when that happens in this sort of a barista research as a service model, the quality of your work as well as the end product itself will suffer. So this is a really interesting point that Chloe is making. As you can see, what she's saying is, if a PM treats a user researcher just as someone who does the research that they're being asked to do, their impact will be suboptimal. If instead the user researcher is involved with the PM from the beginning and really involved in the actual diagnosis of the problem, what is really the heart of the thing that we are trying to solve, then they will be able to suggest much better forms of research that can be helpful and this is ultimately better for the product. So then I asked Chloe, what makes for a great user researcher PM working relationship? And here's what she says. In a single word, trust. If there's a lot of trust between the PM and user researcher, that goes a long way. The PM can trust you that you'll look at the product end to end and think about things holistically and identify true issues. Another thing that stands out when PM and UXR are working well together is very clear and aligned expectations. If the PM is expecting you to follow the service barista model and only knows how to give you specific tasks or has preconceived notions around what methodology to use to answer a question, that's a signal that there are misaligned expectations around what the role can be. It's not ideal. I'm going to take another sip of tea. So then I asked Chloe, can you share some examples where you think the PM made your job really easy and fun? Here's what Chloe says. When there's high trust, you get along and you understand each other's role. You're on the same page. The PM takes you along the entire process and you feel like a part of the whole thing end to end. Here's an example that illustrates this. One of the PMs whom I had a great working relationship with came to me once and said, my VP just talked to me and said that they're really concerned about XYZ. What are your thoughts? This was really great. She didn't ask me to do specific research at first. Instead, I was there for the diagnosis of the problem. That was really good. 
So then I asked Chloe, of course, if she could share examples where the PM user researcher relationship wasn't that great. And here's what she shared. <clears throat> an example of this is when the findings are very deeply questioned in an almost hostile way. Is this valid if you just talk to eight to 10 people? Is this really enough data? This sends the researcher into the direction of explaining their work and methodology. When your work and your expertise are being questioned, the trust is simply not there and it can be very frustrating. PMs have to be okay if the research findings are not aligned with their beliefs. So then I asked her, if you had to share advice with new product managers on how best to truly unlock the value of user research, what would that be? And here's what Chloe says. In the same vein as trusting someone's expertise, what their role is and what, and what they've been trained to do, one pitfall I've seen is, I know that research seems to say that people don't like it, but I still want to do it. And that's okay. There's definitely something to be said for product sense, and there are often other factors at play. What users say doesn't always need to happen. It's okay to take decisions that go against research findings. However, what we have to acknowledge is that research is there to de-risk decisions. As long as we're aware of the risk or issues that the research uncovered and are comfortable with that, that's okay. If you're okay to take that risk for whatever other reasons are in the balance, that's totally fine. But trust user research for doing their job. All right, so that was a quick summary of my discussion with Chloe on what makes for a great product manager user researcher relationship. I hope you found that helpful uh, for any of you who are budding product managers looking to get into this function, looking to get into tech. Hopefully this sheds a bit of light around what does what is it like for a PM to work with other functions and what do other functions expect from PMs. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please do subscribe to the LED newsletter uh, to continue to get updates on new discussions. You can do that by going to the website at learneducatediscover.com. You can also drop us an email at hello at learneducatediscover.com. All right, with that, thank you and see you in, in another episode. Bye-bye.